Caleb, you say this is your least favorite June Fukuda film? <laughs> well, it's it's one of my least favorite Godzilla films. I guess it probably is my least favorite June Fukuda one. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that, that sounds about right, but that's not a way to start. <laughs> what do you think, Eric? <laughs> what I think is, I don't know what I did to deserve this punishment, especially since it's my first time guesting on your show. I don't know. I, I almost feel like this was designed with me in mind, but what did I do in my past <laughs> life to deserve this? I've, you tell me. Yeah, I will actually say on a rewatch, because this, this is my first time rewatching this, and I think eight years oh because i borrowed it my a friend of mine had a set wow and i saw it back in like 2012 i had seen it when i was a little kid but and i came back to it and i was like holy crap this is so bad this is so much worse than i remembered and i just have never gone back so uh, i actually kind of enjoyed it a little bit more this time but i guess we'll get into it (laughs) but yeah okay so how we do this eric is uh i will either me or caleb will say everybody please plus play right now and then we'll like hit play at that point um do you have do you, i assume you have the criterion version of this correct absolutely mother effing yes for all those you know uh ladies gents and those in between who don't have the criterion version and either you know have a dvd a vhs i don't know if this was on laserdisc at all uh nope. umds probably not nope and or they're just watching it illegally you're gonna have to wait a second because our ours has to go through the criterion label first but yeah no that's <laughs> well, how we're gonna start it so <laughs> so this anyway. is the commentary we're doing yeah is, is this a commentary or are we just talking oh commentary discussing while it's playing i didn't know we were doing a commentary oh really <laughs> yeah that's 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 how we've been doing the godzilla movies um especially when the fight scenes come up no, I'm completely fine with it. I just had no idea until this moment. And the only reason I already had the movie queued up is because this is how me and my friends always record. We always play whatever we're discuss- We don't do commentaries, but we always play what we're talking about in the background. It's just something we started years ago organically. Yep. So that's the only reason I have it all ready to go. Funny enough, that's how we did uh, Mandalorian episode one. We were going to do just a general discussion review of it and Caleb just put it on the background and we kind of just started commentating over it as well. So it's like half review, half commentary. Yeah, it just turned to a commentary. That was a terrible episode. You have to review <laughs> I, that one. I structured it so badly. Well, I just, I just think it's so weird because I have everything ready, but it's not because I knew we were doing a commentary. It's just because this is how I podcast. Again, this is why I called ourselves the novice elitists. Because we think we're elitist, but we're really not. Yeah, definitely not very professional podcast. But... I'm the most unprofessional like podcaster on the planet right now. Even worse than Alex Jones. Oh yeah. Well see, I started off I started off faux professional in the beginning, but then I realized it's it's not necessary. So now I, I do things as lazily as possible. I don't know. You at least uh, do research, which is stuff I don't often do. Not always. Not always. But Eric, actually, let me ask you quickly, uh, for when did you first watch this film, Son of Godzilla? Well, that's the thing. I have a funny relationship with the Godzilla movies in general, especially from my age group generation, because I'm of the age that I should have grown up with it more as a kid and all that stuff. But I didn't for whatever. I think it's because I didn't have cable in the United States, because that's how people of my generation and older had this this young fascination connection with the franchise i didn't have cable so i had none of that connection and honestly i probably never would have 
never gotten into this franchise and everything if it wasn't for the Criterion Collection. That's what did yes. it because I'm such a Criterion diehard. And then that just kind of that was the, opened the Pandora's box. That's a trite uh, thing to say, but uh, yeah, that's how it all happened. So, so all these pre Godzilla 2014 movies, well, aside from the '90s one that no one talks about, these are these were all new to me in the last uh, two years or less. Interesting. Okay, because I've always I've always heard of King G uh as a kid like you kind of you kind of know what that is did, did you ever watch mystery science theater 3000 i feel like didn't they have a film like didn't they review one of the godzilla films and only film they covered a lot of I, Gamera. I, I think they did Gamera more yeah Gamera. yeah it's I only Gamera more but i only dabbled in MK a little bit again because i didn't have cable for a, a large part of my life and that's where most you know americans would have seen mk and all that other stuff that's fair yeah, they were able to do Gamera because American International Pictures folded. So a lot of those Gamera English public versions domain. were in the public domain. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I was one of the ones who grew up loving Godzilla. I'd catch it all the time on TV. I'd tape them. I just love these movies. Yeah, because you had cable. Whereas other uh, us satellite. Two did not. <laughs> Lucky <laughs> yeah, son satellite. of a gun. Oh, the other connection I had, I'm of the right age that I was the right age at the right time for the Godzilla animated show oh in the cool. 80s. so i did see that when it was current that that was actually my introduction to godzilla and godzuki because that was my first godzilla experience oh oh yeah we'll talk about godzuki in this one but <laughs> i guess we should uh get this all synced up here we all got it to timestamp zero yep everybody please press play right now now the Criterion Donut. I waited a second because I was on timestamp one, so I waited a second to hit play. Ah, we've had plenty of that, those problems on the X-Bone. Oh, so many problems. Mm, oh, yeah. That has a delay, yes. I always think it's funny, the Janus logo on all the Criterion movies that I own, which is quite a few now, because Criterion is known for their um, remastering and everything, I always wonder why they don't remaster the Janus film logo. Because it's always jittery and slightly out of focus. I always thought that was like weirdly ironic. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know why. Well, it's that classic, you know, makes you think of the old days. Which Criterion likes to focus on. Yeah, but I mean, but Aero Video, it that feels like it's more. Oh yeah, this is Aero Video. Makes sense. Like the logo, I mean, and everything. Oh hey, it's doing what it's doing outside right now. Yep, pouring over here in Vancouver because it's always f-ing raining yep. over here. Oh. I'm living in a new region of Texas to me, uh, new to me region, and it's always gusty and windy here. Oh, yeah. We got a windy storm tonight as well. Uh, 70K winds. Or, uh, I, wow. <laughs> sorry. Wow. Right. Um, I don't know what that is in, in Imperial. Whoa. There he is, buddy. Right off it's the bat. It's King G himself. Oh, my God. Look at him. With the bug eyes. Uh, yeah. And this, this is definitely not one of my favorite uh, Godzilla suits, I'll just say. Um, <laughs> check off radar, especially later on. Yeah, according to the liner notes, there's some reasons why uh, the Godzilla looks a bit different in this particular movie. Oh yes, yes, very much so. Uh, wait, that explanation since I <laughs> only just finished <laughs> this film ten minutes before we started filming—not filming, but recording. Excuse me. Well, I, 
I will say, because, you know, a lot of these movies, including this one, I probably saw this for like the first time about a year ago, approximately. Um, and when you, when I was told, ooh, look at that. When I was told what we're oh, going to watch, initially I thought this might be the one with the little boy. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, that was my first reaction was, oh, God. Um, but then when I started watching it and we saw the plane, I was like, oh, no, this is not that one. And so I, I had hope for because like, oh, this isn't going to be as bad as that one. But spoiler alert, as I continue to watch the rest of it in recent nights, I'm starting to think I like the one with the little boy more now. <laughs> oh, that's funny. In retrospect. So I still lose. Yeah, see, the last time I did a big Showa era watch through was in 2016. And I chose to skip both this film and Godzilla's Revenge, or as it's, uh, I think it says in the Criterion Collection, All Monsters Attack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because both, I kind of mixed them up in my brain, but mm. both of them I'm definitely not a fan of. <laughs> but I do think I like this one more than the other one. I mean, I'll have to rewatch all the rest, but this may be my least favorite of the Showa era. Yeah, I'd say Godzilla's Revenge takes that cake for me, but this is the second place. Overall, though, then the third place for me is that um, first American one, 98. Yikes. <laughs> and I assume, well, at least one or both of you have a fair amount of experience like with classic Doctor Who? Him, not me. Yeah, just me. <laughs> okay, one of you. Okay. So that's another thing I get a lot of vibes of in this particular movie, especially. Uh, there's a lot of classic Doctor Who vibes, but not in a positive way. Uh, in a, like negative elements of classic doctor who or or the lesser good episodes any particular uh examples of the episodes <sighs> give me a bit but <laughs> sure mm, oh, what's it called and here uh buddy with the sunglasses there there's kenji's uh how do you say his last name again oh fuck <laughs> this is why I should have my notes in front of me. But he's in the first Godzilla. He's in so many of them. Guy with the sunglasses there. Yeah, that's uh, Sarazawa, is it not? No, no. Uh, we'll see Sarazawa a little bit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. Actually, I don't know if he's in this film. I thought he was. Earlier today, I watched um, Ibra Horror of the Deep. And so now I'm confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the one preceding this. Yeah, now I'm confusing the elements in my brain of which one's which because I watched them back to back. Okay, I got a, I got a question. Not See? so much a gripe, but I got a question. Pardon me for saying this. I got a question. I thought so. We saw that this film was either sponsored or like financed slightly. I could be wrong on this by Pan Am or Pan Am America or Pan. Yeah, whatever. Um, I expected them to be in the film. They're not in the film. What the heck? Huh. I didn't even actually notice that. Huh. Neither did I. Um, I... Pan Am Airways. That's what it's called. Yeah, Panama Airways. Yeah, I knew that. But uh, Abira, by the way, see that would be Power of Crawl in classic Doctor Who. And then this one, I you know, I just off the top of my head, I'm just gonna throw out something like Colony in Space or the Dominators or something. Yeah, I could see that. But where you're just they're out there in this planet, and yeah, there's this stuff going on. The scientists are trying to do this and that, and it's one little mild calamity after the other that just seemed convenient because <laughs> we need to fill the episode of classic Doctor Who. Uh, and then we have a little cliffhanger, and now there's the next calamity, and uh, okay, and then that's it, but you don't really care, and it's like a forgettable episode. And I'm not saying I necessarily just like those two classics I named, but I'm just saying because I'm pulling something off the top of my head, it feels like throwaway 
not necessarily good classic Doctor Who. Yeah, I could I could see that. One of the ones where they're just kind of pushing through because they got nothing else. Oh, yeah, there's Sarah Zauer right there. Yep. Yep. Yeah, what was his name again? See, I have all their names written down because I constantly forget them because they're not familiar names. Uh, Akihiko Harada. See, well, I was going to say, even if I had them written down, I wouldn't be able to pronounce any of them. Yeah, usually I get Isaac to do it for me because I'm terrible at it, but I'll try. <laughs> I'm not any better, but I try my darndest. This is a guy who almost <laughs> failed French in grade eight and never took any other language courses afterwards. Yeah, I'll do say that I kind of like the colors of all the sets and stuff in this one. Oh, yeah. I mean, the sets are color coordinated, coordinated, excuse me, so that you uh, so it makes or it's it's pleasing to the eye. Yeah, it was around this time. I mentioned in our previous Godzilla commentary, Godzilla vs. Megalon, that by the late 60s, they really started aiming towards kids. And I mean, obviously, this is when the, the tide kind of turned for that. Mm-hmm. It's not the worst example, but it's definitely very much leaning into the kitty fair. Yeah, what was going on there? I will say, though, like the first time through, I, en- I enjoyed this uh, plot a little more. I don't know why. Than Megalon? Yeah. Or at least the scientist plot. Go ahead, Eric. What were you going to say? No, no, no. I don't, I don't know. I, I was just going to say, I don't know what was going on with like the stuff for kids of this time period because there's other stuff out there like i don't know if you guys had ever heard of the movie i think it's like santa claus and the martians or something yeah. it's, like, it's like a cult <laughs> classic from like the very early 70s but it's another thing because it has a similar i know this is not the 70s but it, the aesthetic is similar to the early 70s and it has a weird sci-fi angle and it's for kids and because of the era it has this kind of look and these kinds of colors and then it's just like why do they even make this movie and it, it just seems so weird. Well, do you know um, much of the most of that kid stuff is just. Do you know much of the background as to why they kind of switched to gearing towards kids with Godzilla? Because we talked about it in our previous episode, but I, I'm sure you haven't heard that one. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I'll quickly point out here the Goro Maki thing. Do you guys know that one? <laughs> Rings a bell. I didn't. Yeah, I never realized this, but um, that it rings a bell. Yeah, they use that name again in Godzilla 85. That's what they called the lead character Goromaki. So like a little reference to this. And we already did that film. I forgot about that. Yeah. And apparently one of the press people in Shin Godzilla also has that uh, on his little name card. Oh, running joke. Shoot. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, why are we watching Shin Godzilla right now, by the way? Oh, hopefully the randomizer, that's supercomputer. It's a bastard. Hopefully it'll pull up something good. Super X. (laughs) You son of a gun. Um, so Caleb, one thing that I find, and Eric, you've probably seen this before, but, this the 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 initial uh, starting point of this almost or where we are, barring you know scientists being here already. This reminds me a bit of uh, King Kong nineteen seventy six. Wow, I haven't seen that in a very long time. Yeah, I watched that just a few months ago. Um, I can kind of see it a little bit. And what I what well, let me explain. Let me explain. So. A bunch of oil tycoons or whatever is in a, a corporation that's not Exxon is like, you know, going to find oil because it's the 70s. It's the energy crisis. It's the, the gasoline crisis. Exactly. And they're going to find crude oil somewhere. They find this island. And then there's this I forget what um, Jeff Bridges character is, if he's a reporter or if he's a environmental yeah, scientist. I think he's a reporter, just like Goro Mackey here. Feel like, yeah, he's, I feel like he's a combination. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there you go. I see where you're going. And so... Uh, yeah, this guy, Goro, he ends up on either he was on that plane. I assume he was. 
but this also looks like judging by one of the uh sim symbols there's a looks like a united nations uh flag there not flag but a symbol there which is like is this united nations sponsored yes okay it is makes sense oh do they say that i, I missed it completely well, right there <laughs> in the um in the command center i don't know if it's the command center but the main center right there the silver uh colored building it looks like it's got the symbol for the united nations on it so i assume this is a united nations sanctioned um uh, experiment um, here's a cousin of the Zarbi here. <laughs> wow, cousin of the Zarbi. Wow, man, I don't know what to say about this stuff. Yeah, another thing I have to question. I, actually, I'll save this for later because they do mention it. I do love the glowing eyes. I mean, that's that's just fun. <laughs> I love all this stuff. I was about to say, why are the eyes glowing? Other than for the look and aesthetic, bioluminescence, night vision, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I can buy it. I can buy it. <laughs> I haven't seen a mantis like that, but I don't know what the giant mantis from that war. Yeah, not since uh, Aquaman. Oh, was there one in that? Oh, it's been a while. There's a character, the mantis, who can oh laser beams. <laughs> yeah, nice. Forgot all about that. That movie's kind of left my brain. And that's the other thing with all these, with all these Godzilla early show era, whatever. You always get the Bond vibes, you know. Oh yes, always. Yep. And that's another reason why I just both these franchises were kind of ones I could just always put on and just kind of sit back. It's like a cozy blanket to put on. It was half a centimeter from whacking Akira or the actor Akira's <laughs> face. That would have hurt so bad. Yeah, I saw that too. I was like, what? <sighs> well, it's hard Listen, to notice. We don't exactly get good gun safety in most movies. Sorry, go ahead, Caleb. It's just hard to notice when you have something like that behind you. But oh, here's a, a little... Uh, a joke, I guess. He had good reflexes, I'll say that. He had really good reflexes to avoid that. Yeah, the old boxers in the uh, cleaning water joke. Universal. Certainly <laughs> universal. <laughs> of course, he comes and gets it, yeah. Uh, I like this line, though. It's, it's, I find it funny. Not not that one. The especially season line? There we go. Ah, Again, basic humor. So when you, when you guys... When you guys watch these Criterion versions of these movies, do you go with the the original language or do you watch the English dubs? Um, we've been we did because uh, when we first started doing these, we didn't have the Criterion one out yet, so we did the English dub on my old DVD. But we've just been doing the Japanese one since. I will say I actually pre-watched this one in the English cut because I thought that this was the one where they had um, uh, Manila talking. Oh no. So I was like, okay, I want to see if maybe this is that one. Oh my god, I didn't know that even existed. Oh, you haven't. Oh, I guess you haven't heard any of the English dubs, right? <laughs> Me? Oh, no, I choose not to. Oh, you mean? Or do you mean the original? Oh. Well, see, I'm pretty controversial in my viewing of like traditional anime, mm -hmm. and then like this be because I tend to go towards the English, not because it's better, but because. I've just become so lazy and I multitask so much with my stupid phone when I'm watching this and anime and everything. And so therefore, you know, I can't multitask and listen to the dubs. I mean, listen to the original language. So I watch out of laziness and in English and I just go with it. Check out clumsiness here. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say that this Island girl here is kind of another element that they're bringing over from Ibra horror of the deep. 
except I don't really know how she fits in this one. Like she's not part of any tribe or anything. She's just like stuck there. Spoilers. Yeah. I was pretty confused. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. About why she was here. But um, my question is though, is she Hawaiian Japanese? Uh, I think she's just supposed to be Japanese. I think they say that. Because of her appearance or because of a different reason? Well, because I saw Beverly on the in the title card. And so I'm just like, that's an English name. So unless one of these guys, like actors, is named Beverly, um, I'm just going with her. Unless she just uses it as like her, you know, acting screen name or something to that effect. She also is a bit more tan than the normal Japanese person. So that's why I thought she was Hawaiian. Well, I know what you're saying, but... And I know there's a lot of fake tans in a lot of the old Godzillas. That's true. Uh, almost. Um, we don't talk about King Kong. Uh, controversially. <laughs> well, they did it in the last one too, Ebro. But that being said, that being said, I think there are probably, I'm, I'm no expert on actual Japan, but I'm guessing there's probably more naturally, you know, browner skin, darker skin Japanese in real life. We just don't see them as much on media i'm just guessing yeah i guess so what is this like this lead character from ninja scroll (laughs) (laughs) just guessing oh yeah no one of my friends is from taiwan so well she would she was born in in an english-speaking country i'll say that um okay let's see was actually born down under in the year 1948. Oh, wow. Okay. Look at this, Isaac. This is great. I don't have to do the research this time. <laughs> I'm usually the one scrolling through. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know what I know more about her, because right now I just know where she was born. Ah, so she's an Aussie, eh? Okay. If she was a Kiwi, that would make more sense, but okay. Geographically. Uh, I like the plot. Uh, let me say this. Uh, the scientist plot about, you know, they're basically here to do research on... Um, climate control or climate manipulation, weather control, and um, was it food? Uh, or not food, what, what was, how do you call it? Uh, but uh, growing food within a certain region, I like it. Uh, as, as an environmental scientist at one point, or at least student, excuse me, uh, I enjoy that kind of stuff. Uh, but I don't know if they ever talk about uh that that point a lot no there's no criticism yeah it just kind of fades to the background after a while but yeah i certainly like this plot better than the godzilla versus megalon one but it was still kind of a little dry you know there wasn't really that much to it but i guess i like the plot on paper but it, it doesn't really translate to me enjoying the movie anymore yeah where did they film this yeah there's just a very flat quality uh, they a lot of it's on sets like they usually do. Of course. But they did do some on lo- on location yeah. shooting in Guam. Ah, uh, but of course. Oh, interesting. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, one of the three of us was born there. Oh, okay. I'll let the listener try to figure <laughs> that one out. I've made it perfectly clear that I'm a white trash uh, cracker up here in Surrey. So, jeez, jeez. What kind of language. You can still be born anywhere. Yeah. You can still be born anywhere. Uh huh. Of course, you mean Surrey, uh, uh, England. Oh, for pitch sake! Yeah, no. I, Harry Potter was my uh, was my mentor back in the day. <laughs> oh, here, look at these guys here. Some old Makes school uh, technology. Analog, baby. Yeah. 
If only we'd see more of that in Star Wars to uh, cut back to our earlier conversation. What earlier conversation? We didn't have an hour-long conversation about Star Wars. <laughs> You're right. It was 90 minutes. There we go. Fact check true. Yeah, so like I, this one has a ton of similarities to Ibra, Horror of the Deep. That one also is set on an island location. And uh, yeah, well, most of this was just for budget saving, but I feel like it kind of takes yes. away. There you go kind of takes away not having in the city that was one of our complaints with megalon too yes i think in general all the movies that go off into the countryside or island scape for that reason usually suffer always usually yeah i feel like there's maybe one or Two that I actually was okay with, but I couldn't tell you which ones those were. I feel like I think um, Mechagodzilla, the first Mechagodzilla movie, does that, and I, I think it works well there. But usually, yeah, it just there's something about city destruction that I just love watching for whatever reason. Just seeing all the little miniatures, yeah, and especially if oh, go ahead. I, I do like it, except for if the cityscape comes off as looking a, a little bit too cheap. Uh, but yeah, if, if, but if they if they do their due diligence. Yeah, it's usually a good thing. I always wish that somehow, I always wish that somehow the makers of the, the um, the old school, uh, oh my gosh, what's that Thunderbird series? If like the the makers of that series had married with like the makers of Godzilla and joined forces, like how amazing that could be. Yeah, as a kid who was a James Bond nerd and a Thunderbirds nerd and a Godzilla nerd, I always dreamed that Ken Adam in an alternate universe would have made one of these and just created like a brilliant <laughs> like cityscape. Oh, I, I think they do some incredible Absolutely. work in the, uh, the Heisei era, but it just, uh, I, that would have been a dream. Mm-hmm. I concur. Uh, one of the things I find when it comes to Godzilla and destruction, and somebody's probably put a paper out this on this somewhere. It's, it's series is like 50 years old. 60 going on 70 soon um (laughs) is the idea of if you know godzilla it's classic godzilla is you know nature and then the reason he goes into a city is because man has become uh too full of themselves and so he's in there to knock it all down and kind of start from scratch uh scorched earth basically not not only do i think there are some papers on that such i think all papers on godzilla (laughs) reference yeah pretty much uh, yeah, it's a huge element, and it, yeah, just there's something about it when they're just not in that cityscape, and and the whole nuclear nuclear angle is just like gone at this point. Um, again, we talked about it in the Megalon series. Well, there's still radiation, though. Yeah, I, I guess that's I guess that's fair, but just the nuclear element of Godzilla being like this kind of symbol for nuclear destruction, the allegory towards the atomic bomb. Yeah, I love all these little miniatures of this thing. Well, yeah, especially <laughs> when he starts. Turning into a good character, of course. Yeah, which I th- I think was the about the last one. I don't remember if they were really doing it before Ibra, but he was definitely kind of the hero in in that one. Chekhov's interference. See, that whole concept and the allegory of Godzilla being this or that force of nature. I mean, it's 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 what makes Doctor Manhattan Doctor Manhattan so damn interesting. I can watch. Mm-hmm. Yes, a similar type. I've only seen the. I've only read the comic. I've ever actually seen any of the cuts of that movie or the new series. And that's like the one well, from, in my opinion, it's the one super duper cool Zack Snyder movie of all. 
Yeah, I used to. I was still a fan when that came out, and I was like, "Oh, he's he's still doing great work. He's getting better than ever." Oh, the Man of Steel made me was, fall off. That was I. For, that was that was his apex for me. Was was Watchmen. Interesting yeah, that I, we get a. I love super. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Interesting <laughs> that we get a uh, voiceover here. I don't know. I just just randomly. I don't know if we get often often get voiceovers in Godzilla films. Yeah. No. I I can't really think of a lot of them. They'll do like voiceover when it's like a reporter or something like that talking, but I guess that's not really voiceover. But yeah. sorry, go ahead. Back to what you guys were saying. <laughs> Back to Watchmen talk. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was gonna say I liked Sucker Punch too quite a bit when that came out. I haven't revisited it in years, but that's when I found a. I liked it at the time, but I think it was mostly like the gratuitous chick action combined with what seemed like a cool. Uh, soundtrack at the time yeah I, I remember thinking there was like an almost like surrealist aspect to that movie it's been so long i and that's when i found oscar isaacs yeah it, yeah everything you're saying holds up if we were discussing the movie when it was fresher but revisiting it it, it gets kind of uh, it's kind of silly kind of silly but i thought it was cool at the time yeah i don't think i've seen it since that time so i i can't judge but but yeah, everything he's done since then has definitely shown that maybe the movie wasn't as intelligent as I might have thought back then. Well, I'll be there for the Snyder Cut, though, of old JL when, <laughs> when it hits. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'll give it a go. I'm not, I'm not this massive deep fan or anything, but I'll watch it all and, and, and judge it when, it when it's time comes. Yeah, I'm no fan at all, and I'll be there, too. I, I watch everything for the most part. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah, but here we go, you know, taking some photos here. Goro trying to get the job done. Buddy here is not impressed. (laughs) I gotta say, though, for a damaged landscape, this doesn't look damaged. After, like, you know... No, it's recovered pretty quick. Yeah, I wonder if they went with that. Much faster than my local parks. Right now, they're just destroyed by the winter, and then... (laughs) Don't clean up till summer. Or early spring as well. No, they're still pretty bad in early spring. Hey man, if you if you've seen some of the oak trees around here, they still got. I still see some green uh, leaves around here. I'm like, geez, those trees are mutants over there. <laughs> Probably just a mirage. Yeah, sure. She wasn't a mermaid. Whoa. Here we go. A certain one. Now it's getting interesting again. Big boys. It's not a real movie unless it's a giant monster. And actually, this looks great. I mean, this film is definitely not one of their best, but I feel like it still has okay. some really great effects work. <laughs> The heat and radiation. Like, it starts to suffer quite a bit going on from this point, but it's still they're putting enough budget in that you can get some really great stuff. I shouldn't think this through too hard, but they just dropped a line about radiation. Obviously, the heat. I guess the radiation that came was a negative feedback from their experiment. I hope they're... Uh, I, I don't know what type of radiation it was, but I hope whatever type it was, they're... Um, facilities had the right protection against it. And now it. they're not all mutants themselves. Doubt it. Doubt it. But these these marionettes, I really, I think they do some great work with them. Their legs kind of look kind of funny. Like they never quite look like they're walking. <laughs> like that shot there. <laughs> uh, you know, it's mad at what you expect. <laughs> I think in the fight scenes, the marionettes work really well. Oh, they do some wonderful wire work for those guys. Yep. They're just kind of doing a little dance right there, but it's uh, the second one. <laughs> huh? Wonder if there's a queen. Yeah, and this this chief scientist here, I never, I I don't know how to pronounce his name. 
the actor Tado the... Takashima. Yeah, you might remember him from uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. He was one of the ones who went to the island. Oh, when they're chasing oh after those uh, those those drugs. Yeah, getting the pots. Speaking of which, yeah, he's also in Atragon, which one day will pop up on our randomizer. Oh boy! Yeah, which I haven't seen that one in quite a while. But what's Atragon? Uh, Atragon, do you do, you've seen Godzilla: Final Wars, right? I I think that might be like one of the next ones I have to watch in my chronological view. It's a treat. It is a treat. Last of Millennium films. Okay. Um, in that, okay, they, yeah, yeah, that's like one or two away from where I am. Yeah, in that they fly around in uh, kind of like a super military ship called the Gotango. And that okay. first debuted in the 1965 film Atragon, where they fight against the oh, okay. dragony beast Manda. And you see Manda in oh, okay. Final Wars too, which is why I put Atragon on our randomizer, because a randomizer actually includes anything related to Godzilla, not just God's- Godzilla. I, <laughs> I own some of the older movies, I mean, that are non-Godzilla, like like the original Rodan, the original Mothra, Oof. War of the Gargantuas, oh. and there's another one that goes... But I haven't seen any. I have them all on disc sitting right over there, but I haven't watched any of them yet. Story of my life. Yeah, I've still never seen Rodan or uh, War of the Gargantuas or Frankenstein versus Baragon. Still haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah, but I've seen a lot of random ones over the years, but uh, most of them I haven't seen in, in a very, very long time. So it'll be fun when they pop up on the randomizer. Hmm. Yeah, I'm very curious what's going to come up today because, again, I was not expecting for this to show up. Two Jun Fukuda films in a row. Again, I'm not the biggest fan of him as a godzilla director so oh yeah i think i remember the guy now i think i remember the commander-in-chief here from uh what you're talking about in king uh king k versus king g oh yeah yeah and we he also shows up one last time in godzilla versus mechagodzilla 2 so i mean we'll see him one more time or i guess two more times for us okay i gotta ask this part here spoilers to those who haven't seen it if they're watching alongside us this never gets brought up again what the what was this the fact that uh, the one, the second in command basically got turned the radio off. Like he lied saying that the, it wasn't uh, destroyed. They're just here intentionally. It's like, wow, we don't even talk about that at the very end of the film. Yeah, I feel like they start. Oh, here, here she, she finally joins the group. I feel like they drop a bunch of stuff by the end, but yes. maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention anymore. <laughs> I wasn't paying enough attention, but I still got that takeaway yeah that they just kind of drop it all I like the fact that he puts that um pipe in his mouth but never <laughs> seems to have smoking like never seems to have a puff of smoke go from it yeah that that's fair makes me think of the uh was it the share or not the share, the mare and jaws i feel like he always has a cigarette in his mouth and it's never lit <laughs> oh, yeah, i forgot about that uh but here we here we go with one of the more um terrible <laughs> comically terrible scenes hey look the praying mantises are actually praying to a rock yeah what are they even trying to do are they like we're hungry let's open up this fucking egg like what, what is this yes i think that i think that i think that was the intent <laughs> they want to eat the insides of the egg i guess they're licking their lips there yeah mandibles it's chow time boys what's in here crack the egg cracking of the egg and this this here is just um I'm kind of glad I'm I have it on mute since I don't have the capacity or the capability of 
watching this and um, recording at the same time or else you would hear the audio and I don't want to get sued by Toho. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> looks like a, a green turkey with a tail. <laughs> Makes me think of Eraserhead. Poke, poke. <laughs> it's all the blood going to start spewing out of him. Poke. Yikes. Poke. Yeah, they're 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 getting they're licking those lips. Oh, there we go. There we go. That's um Hello. Yes, this little puppet here is just I I don't know what they were thinking with this. Poke. Poke. <laughs> I think the the actual like sumation one that we see later is is much better, but I I don't know what they were thinking here. <laughs> I think the prop not prop. I think the the suit and or whatever the puppet or suit whatever it was at the end of the fly remake by Cronenberg is much better than that oh yeah miles better miles better well, that's staying a super obvious thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> now the one at the end of the fly too i mean that's that's a question but oh man which uh <laughs> was filmed here if anybody can believe that <laughs> unfortunately oh, our, to our shame to our shame <laughs> hey look something's coming i wonder what it is it's the big boy. He's back finally. Oh, by the way, I don't know why this beachfront looks like the one from Rogue One. I don't know why. I'm <laughs> back. I can't say I see that, but oh, he looks gigantic. No, I do there. see it. I get it. It's just the trees. Yeah, it's just, it was um like on Scarif. I it, I don't know why. Is that where that was? Yes. Yes. Okay, maybe this is the closest thing to you know the industrial complex. Godzilla's like you know tearing it down maybe and, and uh very clearly a different suit now um probably the worst suit in all the godzilla movies i mean this thing is just abysmal <laughs> i feel like i get used to it after this oh look at that little oh my god what were they what were they yeah, so th there's two things that make it unique aside from being the worst in yep. caleb's opinion i guess according to the liner notes they tried to soften the facial features since this was more geared towards <laughs> kids and because of the like the parental aspect of the movie. So they wanted to give the Godzilla face. Makes sense. A, a more kinder, tender appearance. There's that. And then for scale reasons, because of the scenes we'll see later uh, with Junior, they made this suit larger to make Junior look smaller by comparison. So it's it's a bit larger than the... The traditional Godzilla suit. Yeah, and his neck's all puffed out too. Don't forget about that. So large that it was too large for the the actor who usually um, would portray Godzilla. Basically, Godzilla got beefy and had some gains. Mm -hmm. oh, well, he had to. I guess since he has a kid now, he's just been kind of sitting back at home, relaxing on the island, probably eating a bit too much. And <laughs> oh, he, oh, here we go, here we go, finally. And Body slam! Boom! It didn't seem like a fair fight, you know? It didn't seem like a fair fight. We have your son if <laughs> you want to. Thing. Yeesh. <laughs> if you want your, oh. see your son again, fight. Oh, wait. Okay. They don't even keep him there. What the f***? I just, I, I. All right, I'll deal with you later. Now, as for you three cockroaches, we're praying mantises. There's a difference. Attack. Bam. Just completely baked. And. Why this doesn't set the whole forest on fire is beyond me. Well, yeah, I guess it's lush and green. Yeah, but yeah, like if fair. this was Far Cry 2, like the whole forest would be up in flames. 
Oh, look at all those webs everywhere. Is that a little... This is uh, Far Cry 2. This would be a whole different conversation. Of course it would be. Um, yeah, Chekhov's webs, by the way. Kind of yep. figured that. Oh, later. here we go. Let's play some football, boys. Reference to Ibra or the Deep. June Fakuda always likes to throw the sports in, apparently. Oh, he's a football fan. What can you say? Oh. <laughs> I forgot about that. Distracted. Oh boy! First time I watched this movie, I had to post all these clips on my Snapchat. No, that's totally fair. That's like understandable <laughs> for the amount of like nonsense that's going on here. Picks him up by the ta- tail, Look like ow! He's, he's dragging his face in the rocks. Like, what kind of dad is this? Oof! Oh, there's the top of the. There's the rig. You can see the. Yes. Okay, now he's just like sort of Batista bombing ahead. Oh my god. Was that his leg? Uh <laughs> one of his mandibles, I think. <laughs> Atomic breath, baby. I already did that before anyway. How sad for poor Manila. This is like his first experience of the world. Retreat! Wow, his his wings work better than um uh, uh <laughs> yeah. Megalon. Yeah, Megalon. Oh, oh. Dog there. Daddy. Hey, why'd you do that, Dad? All right, let's go. Come on. Oh, oh no! Look at him just being. Oh god. Yeah, this this is certainly uh, a sad state of the franchise. This this. <laughs> so we're gonna forget the fact that he laid an egg. Well, it might have been in like another Godzilla. Well, we don't know that. Well, where's the misses? No, we don't. Even, we don't even know if that. Well, the thing we don't even know if this is even technically from the loins of Godzilla or just ah, another of the Godzilla kind. Yeah. He could just be adopting it. Like, okay, there's another one of me around. I guess I'll help him out. Yeah. I think that's kind of how it is. It's like an, yeah, an adoption. Yeah. And June Fukuda was saying that after uh Ibra, he was like, ah, oh, there's nothing else in this franchise. It's all downhill from here. Like this is trash. It's nothing original. And so they came up with uh son of Godzilla to bring some, breathe some new life into the franchise and i don't know if it really worked but that was uh his prerogative no it didn't it didn't <laughs> oh oh um, num, 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 num. There, that again reminded me of attack of the clones right there when he puts that cartoon food into natalie portman's Junior! mouth <laughs> you were just you just hatched get over here oh my god the little, the little model of of her. I, I like to see the little human models. Oh, yeah, I saw that too. Donk! Ow! Oh, they're making the puppet walk. This this is embarrassing. Oh. <laughs> Alright, well, I guess I'm just going to ride the coattails of you, Dad. Whatever that means. Yeah, this is kind of sweet, you know? I'm feeling a little bit touched here. Metaphorically talking about the whole franchise riding along the tails of Godzilla? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. Chekhov's webs again. They're right there. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I guess at this point, Ashira Honda, the classic Godzilla director, had gotten kind of bored too, and so he moved off and took um, the regular composer Akira. I, I always forget to say his last name. Ifakube. Ifakube. Yeah, and he also uh, stole the effects guy EJ Subaraya, and they went off and made King Kong Escapes. <laughs> Which have you seen that film yet, Eric? I also own it, but I have not yet watched. Yeah, I'm excited for you to watch that one because there's a fun Doctor Who reference in that. So, Oh, is it fun? Okay. It is fun. 
She's by the way, based on more present day photos of Beverly, I'm gonna assume this is another faux tan. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, that they were doing that in the last one too. They had like that whole island native thing, so I guess that's what I thought she was supposed to be, but then she says she's from Japan, so it's real confusing. Right. So I assumed she was actually a like I said, Japanese Hawaiian and whatnot, and they she knew Japanese from America, and then that's why they cast her because it's like, oh, you have dark skin and whatnot. I will say this: the I think the tan job is a little more affluent, not affluent, like realistic or tasteful, or I don't know what you want. To I don't say. know. Tasteful is obviously like so. Some people will probably find this a little insensitive and be like, oh, they're you know they're spraying her down and whatnot, making her dark. I don't. Is it? Is it like dark face? I, I can't say. I, I'm certainly not one. To I would judge. say. Oh, I would say no. Okay. Yeah. I would say no. It's not. I'm not one to judge since that. Now it's a bit more questionable in the, in the King Kong ones. A little bit more yeah. questionable, but no. That's yeah. No, uh, yeah. No. That intensifies. <laughs> this one's fine. Now the radio is really out of order. You know, I was even having that thought. Pardon? I was even having that thought when I revisited King Kong 05 to uh, like six months ago. That I hadn't seen it since the theater, since the theater, and the natives in that movie, like they're going to another level of, of I don't know what you want to call it, of I don't uh, everything I'm thinking to say doesn't sound like I should say out loud. <laughs> of what to call that? Uh, I mean, you could say, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a there's a weird. I mean, all the King Kong movies kind of have that, but that one in particular, it's it's bizarre in in some ways uh, i didn't realize it in 05 but watching it now it's it's a new level of noir face or i don't know what to call it because <laughs> it, it, it it it's another surreal level of yeah it's almost yeah weirdly i only th- i think it only really works in the original one for whatever reason i feel like it comes off the least i don't know racist uh, maybe maybe that's not even fair but <laughs> they come off pretty sympathetic in that original one they just the other ones they they come off kind of creepy and weird i don't know that's why you got to do again like power of crawl and just paint all the natives like green (laughs) and so then it's like you're not technically offending anyone but you're still kind of doing the same thing at the same time yeah i mean that's got its own problems but that's that's fair guns do not work in this film yeah and i'll just say i was complaining in megalon that june fukuda isn't very good at making the monsters look huge but these giant marionettes look look quite big i think oh yeah and godzilla too maybe it's because the suit's so gigantic but i think he looks towering in this one they look to me like they'd be big if i was there on set and go holy smokes it's a big marionette but i don't buy the bigness maybe it's because i'm watching on a 55 inch television and not a theater screen i don't know maybe yeah, it's, it's not so much in this angle. It's not translating to the screen, even though I think the prop is probably humongous in person. I think shots like that make it look huge. They do a good job kind of selling the, the size, but... Yeah, I thought with, with uh, Megalon, a lot of times it just looked like regular people in suits, which I don't... See, that shot you just mentioned, it reminds me of uh, the robot in... What is that episode called? Um, mm-mm-mm. The episode after Ark in Space in Classic Doctor Who, the the one that's just on Earth in the countryside. Oh, the, is it, you, there's that drone robot that just rolls by. Right after Ark in Space. Yeah, experiment? Santarn experiment, yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, robot in that. just seeing the mantis go across, it just reminded me of that robot in uh, 
some hard experiment just passing through. How in the world are you going to salvage anything out of this operation? What the f***? Like, everything's gone to, like, smack. I don't... Okay, whatever. I mean, just make the best you can. I think they just... Well, that scientist, he's very determined, you know? I mean, that's, He is that's certainly determined. Uh, by the way, the first shot we see here of the gas coming out of this red-dyed um, lake, I thought it was fire. I literally thought it was, like, fire on water. I was like, that's a good effect. Meanwhile, Mustafar... <laughs> no, I thought it was. I didn't think it was lava. I thought it was you like some really one. cool uh, effect where it was like, oh, the um, the whole like, uh, <laughs> what would you call it? Whoops. Uh, the whole lake is. You were supposed to bring balance to the force. Well, he didn't have balance there. That's for sure. Not leave it in darkness. Oh yeah, this yeah. kind of does look like Anakin <laughs> at the end of episode three, except he's got all limbs still and a exactly. tail for some reason. He's missing the hair. Oh my. So goodness. this is what Godzilla does when he's not destroying cities. Oh my god, this, it's, what, I, I just, I don't even know with this one. Oh, you, you fucking idiot. What? <laughs> I fell on my face. Good thing I have super du durability. <laughs> Junior! Uh, in these god scenes, damn. I feel like, uh, who was it in Caravan of Courage? Oh, Burl Ives. I feel like Burl Ives needs to come in and, like, narrate oh, what they're thinking please. here. please. <laughs> Please. Oh, he's got skills. No. I will say Caravan of Courage was cool when it was new. Oh, no. Did you see that new? <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't see it broadcast live, but I mean, I saw it like when it first came out on VHS, etc. Oh, wow. I thought it was cool because it was more Star Wars. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, and then something, me seeing that as a child, I know I wasn't the only one who had this thought as a child about caravan of courage i thought that that was supposed to be luke and leia when they were young i know that makes no sense if you know anything about star wars but i and many other kids of my impressionable age at the time thought that that movie was supposed to be luke and leia when they were kids that may sound weird to you guys to hear but do you remember what you thought isaac when we watched them didn't i say i thought it was uh the kids of like han solo and Leia? Uh, well, you said he was the son of Luke's or the kids of Luke Skywalker and Mar Jade. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because, you know, that's the one thing Dave Filoni refuses yeah, to do. Yeah, that makes sense, though. That makes no, sense. No, literally, I'm just going to hold that against you. That makes Dave sense. Filoni refuses to put Mara Jade in it for some reason. Well, we'll see. Like, I mean, that has put her in there. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Godzilla. Sorry, not Star Wars. <laughs> oh, I love how he thinks that's Godzilla. Like, oh, clearly he's never seen Godzilla. Whoa. He's fucking growing. Yeah, he's he's getting his going gains somehow. Oh my god, that looks so bad. No, no. Hey man, Maddie, I will say this better than CGI nowadays, regardless of HDR. Oh god, oh I don't agree there, but <laughs> there's some bad matting in CGI. I can definitely. clearly see it at least. It's one of my <laughs> It's one of my biggest issues with uh the one with the kid. Um even though I'm okay with the movie now, but but when the kid is having his dream sequence, and I guess that's how you can explain it. It's a dream sequence. But how the kid is in scenes with Manila and they're almost the same size. And then it, <laughs> and then Manila goes back with Godzilla and then they're in Godzilla scale. Oh. And then Manila's back with the kid. At that, that continuity error bothers me so much. But again, I guess it's dream sequence though. Did you watch the... Anything can happen. Did you watch the English dub of that movie? 
Probably. I've watched them almost for any of all of them that were okay. was available. What are you doing? Oh. Nope. No. Yeah, looks like he's going to hit him there. No. I told you not to talk to those little humans. Those little bugs. He doesn't even know they're here. Actually, what am I saying? Of course he does. He's got a human sense. No, no, we're going back. No more. Oh my Let's God. go. Oh, no. He's, he's throwing a tantrum. What is this? Uh... <laughs> the thing I got died. I just came off of I'm telling you guys now, I would never, ever be re-watching this movie if not for the purposes <laughs> of this podcast. No hyperbole. That's fine. I just wouldn't. I couldn't. I, yeah, this one is. Uh, yeah, again, I yeah, I never, never included it when I do the full rewatches. I just skip this one. I still have, but I was actually. You go ahead first, sir. I was actually taking it serious. I mean, taking the movie serious. The first time I watched it, up until Manila shows up, and I was doing that again in preparation. I was taking the movie serious. Oh no! Upon rewatch, <laughs> until Manila came again, and that's not screwed. There's no. Yeah, it's can't, it's can't take it seriously. Yeah, it's a real embarrass- embarrassment. <laughs> um, yeah, and they they kept bringing him back. They kept trying to make it work, like the Heisei version. I think they just call him Godzilla Junior in that. <laughs> oh, I was, you know, I was so pissed when I was like, "Do they have to? Do they have to bring that back?" I gotta, I gotta say though, I have to give Criterion credit for actually putting in the effort to, you know either restore this and find all the information about, I got to give them that, that they took, you know, this, which people see as crap and put it in with their, you know, our tour collection, like their, their avant-garde collection. That is the criterion collection. I will always give them credit for any move like that. Yeah. They, they put out the rock and, um, and, uh, and Armageddon for pit's sake. So obviously they know what they're doing. Uh, everyone always brings that up if you ever <laughs> join any Criterion message board. They always bring that up. I think Armageddon was the first Criterion release that I ever bought. <laughs> because, of course, it was. <laughs> uh, didn't they release Chasing Amy, too? Oh, I think I own that on I Criterion. They, yeah, I think they might have. <laughs> oh. And now she's wearing pants. I think my first was Royal Tenenbaums, I think, on DVD. Oh, yeah, I got that one, too. Yeah, I bought that ages ago. I haven't rewatched that one though. Yeah, as did I, as it was my first. I rewatched it a couple years ago. Still fantastic. It goes too fast upon rewatch. It feels so short. Huh. So why all of a sudden, like every other member of the crew except for these four, get a fever? What's that? I mean, I know it's probably like just. Um, there, well, there was something because they didn't ingest. I think whatever. I forget how it goes, like what they ate or what happened. They got them all ill. Obviously, yeah, it was probably something they ate. Yeah, because someone cooked something with something, I want to say, and those guys partook of it. Well, he's the cook, so they should all be blaming him right now. Yeah. Not really, but... Or maybe they all have COVID. I have no idea. To date this podcast. Oh, come on. Yeah, what are you doing? Are you that's doing? A, that's a, Well, <laughs> you could be dating at any time post-COVID, so you know we're not locked in. Oh, dude, like I'm always going to. Unless that new strain from... Uh, London is gonna like reach 19 levels. I have no idea. Oh, here we go. Here's my buddy. Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. Now, yep. this is when I perked up in my seat. I was when I was watching this earlier. I was just kind of like slumped down. Like, oh god. Like, when is this gonna fucking end? <laughs> like you watching Vampire Hunter D. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. That's fair. 
Um, yeah, then this guy showed up, and again, I was jumped back to Caravan of Courage. I'm like, hey, this is way better than the Spider they had than that. There's the uh, <laughs> there's the clumsiness that came back, the Chekhov's clumsiness I was referring to you about. And actually, I don't know why this is this is no sense, but like the fact that she's lived on this island for years means that she's, I guess, a better navigator when it comes to her with her uh coordination i don't know why again this makes no sense but like she just maybe is a better (laughs) even with boots on now although she should probably be barefoot still but anyway um she probably is just a better betterly coordinated than he is i guess he is a reporter after all so all right go to bed this water here kind of makes me think of uh willy wonka and the chocolate factory willy wonka yeah it looks like the chocolate river if you want to view paradise, just understand that somebody has nuked it. <laughs> oh my god, how could you do that? And I was going to mention that earlier when we were talking about the kids era of the kids stuff of this era. That was like the one good thing of uh, good live action kid movies from this time period. Well, or just after this time period. Yeah, because six. I feel like there was lots of good kid stuff in the sixties, but yeah, seventies. I don't really. I can't really think of a lot that I I was exposed to at least. I know it existed. It's just it didn't survive in new media. You know, that's usually mm-hmm. what happens. Just breathe. But it was also, the, <laughs> but it was also the era of really bad um, live action kids television. Uh, that's where you get the, uh, um, what's, oh, what is it? Uh, is it Lost World? Is it the Lost World or what? That's what you do. They made the movie with Will Ferrell version of it. Oh, the yeah. What is that? I own that. Uh, Land of the Lost? Land of the Lost. But if you watch the original television version from the 70s, that is live uh, live kid, uh, live action kid TV at its worst. Low budget. Looking like classic Doctor Who. Yeah, I always wanted to see that. Okay. What was that? Is Sid and Marty Croft? Did they make that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. I'm very sure they did, actually. Yeah, somewhat questionable stuff. But oh, yeah, here's the one thing that they bring over to the animated series. Godzuki also blows the uh, the smoke rings. <laughs> oh God, I hate this Godzilla suit so much. Oh my God, <laughs> what's with I that mouth? It. I hate all of it. <laughs> yeah, there's a question for you though. What, what do you think's worse, Manila or Godzuki? Between. Oh, Manila. Wow, I don't know that. Pre- oh, good job, Junior. <sighs> no, I thought about it a little bit longer. Time for bed. I don't know. I mean, I'd I'd probably have to revisit the animated series oh. because I haven't seen it since since it aired on television. So you know, I may have different feelings. I like that he's got those little buds on his back, like where the spikes are going to grow one day. That's that's kind of uh... oh. Okay. So they do realize they're about to get red water that's radioactive. Yes. Um... Well, they have to because they think it's the only. I forget who had the knowledge of it being the the cure. Oh no, it's the, the it's the girl. It's the woman. She uh she knows that, but it's yeah, like yeah. in in are they all going to now be bald and maybe develop <laughs> cancer unless she's like Maybe, maybe not. That's post you know, the not film. We don't know if it we don't know if it's toxic levels of radioactive. It know, depends. Hey, and uh, Barefoot Gen lost all his hair and then it grew back. You know, sometimes sometimes it just runs through your system. Okay, but that's like, <laughs> that's trying to be realistic here based off of actual accounts of what happened after the bomb was dropped. You tell me this isn't it, realistic. It could, it could cure all their, 
all their uh, early stage cancer, for, you know. If this is cancer. Oh, here's this guy. Zoinked out, that's for sure. Freaking out the whole movie. Well, I'm just saying if they had cancer pre-existing. <laughs> Why do we have him right next to a gun? Like, yeah, because that's a good idea. Well, what if those, uh, whatever the Mantis guys, the Zarbi guys, what if they show up again? Yeah, give it to the guy who's like, you know, has PTSD right now. Or at least, unfortunately, isn't in the right mindset right now. It was at this point in the movie where I realized this is a safe movie. And what I mean by safe is that nobody dies except for insects and arachnids. Written by Stephen Moffat. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I Again, I haven't wow. seen it, so. Oh, uh, wow. So I, I guess since we mentioned in Megalon how they had their little um, campaign to come up with a new, I guess, hero for Toho. Oh, yes. With, uh, Red Aeron. They did a similar campaign with this movie, and it was to name Godzilla's son. Oh. And so uh, they held a big public campaign, and apparently Manila was the most popular name. And I don't know if it's the one that I'd go for, but... Mother pus bucket. I don't know. Does it sound better in Japanese? Because I haven't... Uh, Manila? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, remember in uh, when we did our Final Wars commentary, I started copying that little kid who kept screaming it over and over again <laughs> Minila, Minila. yes i remember that because <laughs> i didn't know what else to say but there's this great little photo that they took on set of like manila all like he's all dressed up in like robes and like bowed over as they're doing his little name ceremony i was trying to figure out a way to post this on here but i don't know how so i'll just put it on the episode when i publish it pretty much but i thought that was uh one of the only things that I was like, hey, it looks kind of cool there with his little outfit on. But <laughs> here's a very like un. No, how would I put this? It's um, <clears throat> it's a very like uncommon trope, and not many people know it. But I always tend to know this. It's somebody puts a hat on and then immediately loses it. Uh, any uh, superhero film? Oh, bud. Like in Logan, for Pitt's sakes, uh, Professor X wears a fe- fedora. And then like Federa. <laughs> and then after uh after all the uh was it the mercenaries bust in, it's gone. It's like he wears it for one scene and that's it. It's like, come on. Did you say sorry, that's just a minor like point that I have. Did you say Federa because of the monster Hedera? From uh, Godzilla versus Hedera? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that'll pop up on the randomizer. Oh man. Whoa! Oh, she's not dead, not squished. I heard something. I heard something. It's my mom. <laughs> He's really like aiming that pincer in the He's air. He's stunned. Like. Oh my god, these guys. Now they're attacking my lady friend. Four teeth. <laughs> okay, here's my question. Oh, uh, Obviously the actor is probably shown. Oh. My head. I now have brain cancer. <laughs> I'm going to die in a few years. Yeah, so yeah. again, I don't think the feet quite match up too well on the marionette, but they said it was like super hard to work with oh. these guys, but I think they did a lot of good work. I don't doubt that. Yeah. <laughs> Still pretty cool. Ow! <laughs> the famous Vulcan neck pinch. Or judo chop. <laughs> oh, he, he he recovered quick. His second wind. Yep. Oh, he, His third leg. He just... Oops, clumpiness. <laughs> Huh, I wonder where that's going to go. Oh, my goodness. Um, Here we go. 
Is it Shelob? Is that who's coming? Shelob, yeah. Or that one from Crawl? I couldn't think of the name. I was trying to think of it too. That that spider in Crawl was awesome. I wish that's what this guy looked like. Oh yeah, that was a really good spider. Yeah, translucent uh, skin. Oh, here it goes. It's it's running. Oh shit, he's seen stars. Oof! <laughs> slashed in the neck and okay, <laughs> donk bonk. Oh, what a comedy of errors. <laughs> Is it clapping? Haha! I I prove. I I prove. That's one way to describe it. Ooh, here we go. Um. Yeah, what does it say? Um, Rube Goldberg machine almost. <laughs> what? What? No. I don't know. Where? Just oh, with, geez. just with, uh, uh, you know, yeah, with, uh, with all the re- rebounding, I get it. Uh, rocks everywhere. Like, anyway. I do kind of like them being a little bit ambitious with showing like the people right next to these giant things. It doesn't look very good, but I, I like the scale of it at least. Hey, man, for 1967, I'll give it. Okay, again, ambition. That, that would work. Come on, come on. <laughs> Everyone knows what uh what today's letter of the day is, right? It's Q. Well, at least you know we're getting a little bit of a character character arc for him. Eventually by the end of the film he'll be able to blast normally, but All right, Junior, I heard your cry for You <laughs> Get away from my son. Oh, this just All right, now you're going to have brain cancer within 50 seconds. <laughs> It's sad watching this because me and Isaac usually get so pumped whenever Godzilla shows up. Oh, dude. And get so excited for him. But this one, I just... <laughs> I brought out my uh, Hulk Hogan impression last last video. Oh, God, yeah. Started singing some wrestling uh, themes or whatever. <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing there. But... No, I was I was trying to do, like, uh, <laughs> wrestling moves and whatnot. <laughs> now, I wonder, is this supposed to be, like, a rock spider? No, I think he was just, like... What are those little spiders that like hide under the sand? Except he just right. I don't know. Okay, because his eyes are crystals, and I was like, "We got a rock spider. That's amazing." It's like a rock biter from uh, the Neverending Story, but it's a spider instead. It's like, oh, this is so cool. Hey, that would have actually been cool. Yeah, I still think this guy's pretty cool, though. If this is what the Sarlacc actually looked like, that would have been interesting. I know it's, I know it's not because the Sarlacc's supposed to be like a giant <laughs> plant underground or like a fungus, I believe. But even still. Well, you, you, yeah, get caught up with some series and see some interesting spider things in the Star Wars universe. Ooh, I was going to ask. Nice. Or some of the uh, visual rep- uh, visual novels, not novels, what do you call it? Encyclopedias, uh, there we go. Oh, yeah, all those little books, yeah. Oh, I've seen that Sarlacc, yeah. Looks like entrails with teeth. It's just a Lovecraftian being, that's all it is. Yeah, and again, the spider, huge marionette. I mean, I can't imagine how hard it was to... Uh, oh, it looks dude. so heavy. But that one's way cooler to me than the Mantis yeah. marionette, marionettes. That looks horrifying. Yeah, I love those eyes. And this is a, this is a cool scene here. It makes me think of uh, that stupid Jurassic Park sequel. What was it called? Uh, <laughs> um, Lost World Lost 3. World. Yeah. Final, Final, Final Kingdom. When he's sticking, this, when he's sticking the tongue this in. This reminds me of... Uh, the monster in the pit in an unpleasant way. Oh, that one I haven't seen in a very, very long time. Are you talking about creature of the pit? I should say it's a very phallic creature. Oh. <laughs> you know, yeah, just keep breaking out that lighter. It solves everything. <laughs> oh, not even like the lighter doesn't even go out, which is surprising. Um, so is this the spider God that, uh, in Spider-Man turn off the dark, they were trying to refer to or what? Cause this would have made it even more awesome. <laughs> I don't know anything about that, so 
<laughs> just that a lot of stuntmen died and got injured. What? What? Wait, 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 wait maybe not died. That? I thought I know somebody. Oh, died. you mean the Broadway show? Yeah, the Broadway show. Yeah, sorry. Oh. Yeah, I didn't think anyone died. I thought people got pretty fucking hurt though. One guy got manged hard. Like he got yeah, manged the... so hard. Like he fell. I think face first. Shut down production. Was it like <laughs> about ten meters in the air? No, not ten meters in the air, but at least like five meters in the air, which is gnarly enough. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. I'm not I'm not quite the wrestling expert you guys may well, just like uh who was the brother who who fell in wrestling? Uh Jeff Hardy? Uh Matt Hardy? No, 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 no. No, older school WDB wrestler. Um, who's a real life brother to another wrestler of that era, and he was supposed to come in like on a zip line into the arena, <laughs> and and something went wrong. You guys don't know that story? Uh, no, um, no, I'm not a big wrestling guy. I'll, I'll I'll figure it out. I'm not either, but I remember that story. Um, Are we talking like 80s or 90s here? Oh, it's, it's Owen Hart. Owen Hart, oh, that's okay. right. Oh. And he did not live. He did not Oof. survive. Rest in peace. Yikes. And he was Canadian. Yeah, I know. Oh, no, our brother. Our brother. Countryman. Uh, From Calgary. The, the, oh, boy. The better of, as I, as I keep saying, the better of uh, Alberta. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. I had a sibling who used to live there. Fell 50 feet and hit his head. Uh, what a fuck up. Yeah, what a fuck that's up. a botch if you ever ask me there. Yeah. Look out! Doesn't even go through the tank, or the tank, the tower tank. Yeah, and again, I like the scale of these shots. I mean, that's that's something to compliment. <laughs> it's ambitious. I'll say that. If there's anything to compliment. I don't know. Are you guys familiar? I I didn't know if I wanted to bring this up or not, but it is relevant to the movie in a way. Yeah, go ahead. Are you guys familiar with the meme of the ex-American football player who resembles Manila here? Are you guys... Because I've been aware of this meme... <laughs> For I don't know more than a decade. Wow! And obviously preceding me ever even seeing this movie. Huh? Um, you can easily Google it if you want to see. And I don't know what your reactions will be if you see this meme. <laughs> uh, okay. So what you can do, uh, Eric. Sorry for interrupting you. Is you could type, you could post the image link in the chat here, so we could both see it. You just type it in. <laughs> I could do that, or you can easily Google Chris Carter and Godzuki, okay, hang on. and many things will come up. Is it Chris with a K or a C? Thank you. C. C R I S, by the way. Chris Carter? Yes. Carter. And Godzuki. Everyone on the podcast, look it up. Or actually, you could just put Godzuki Carter, actually. That's what I Googled. Oh. Okay. I said Charter for some reason. Charter. Now, this meme has been around for a long time. Any thoughts? Oh, that was funny. One of the smoke puffs. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. Huh. Um interesting, isn't it? Some of the some of the photos I see I can see a mild result. There's one where they're both looking a little bit up like their eyes are looking yep. upward. That's what I'm looking at, yep. I, but uh, I have been aware of this for 10 to 15 years wow. like that this <laughs> meme has existed. Oh, okay. And it's hard for me not to think of it whenever I see this character in a movie. It's it's very distracting. I'd love to use that guy's <laughs> face in like something in an illustration of something because he's got a very interesting face. Yeah, like a very recognizable face. I'll say that. 
Yeah, in, in the United States, if you watch American football, I mean, he, he as a retired player, he, he's a very well-known like TV commentator now. So it's it's interesting. Yeah, my dad's a my dad's a huge NFL fan. I am more of a CFL fan myself. Although, if I did have to pick sure, a team, I sense. will unfortunately go with the Seattle uh, Seahawks. Why do you say unfortunately? Because <laughs> he mean, wants to support our countrymen. No, no, I mean, like, I don't know if you support any Texas teams. So that's why I'm saying, like, Seattle was Seahawks. I a bazillion, bazillion percent support the only Texas team. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, as the, this guy gets older, he seems to uh, resemble a little bit more, I would say, but... Yeah, I've been sitting on this. I didn't know if I wanted to bring it up this whole conversation. Well, that's fine. Thank you for bringing that up. That was that yeah. was interesting. Hey, that's a piece of Godzilla history. It should be on the podcast, so. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I always hated these types of uh, goggles that this guy's wearing. I just feel like they always fill up with Kay, water. Okay, you and your love of underwater who's never actually, like, swam on a beach. Hey, I used to swim. I used to swim. Wait, you don't like that type of, of scuba goggles? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I always feel like they filled up with water. Oh, okay. You mean like in, you mean in actual practice? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you just meant you just didn't like the design or something. Yeah, I feel like goggles almost always filled up with water. Maybe I wasn't wearing them right. I'm so <laughs> excited to see my mother here, mommy. I want to show you something I just did. Come on, let's go. Manila. Yeah. Oh, oh. He thinks a little. No, I think it's like the King Kong thing. I think he's like she. She's such a beautiful human. Like I love her. Kind of. Oh, she's going away. He's like kicking rocks. That or maybe the the throwing the the coconut like things into the mouth. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess I guess she was probably like one of the only things that was kind to him. Even Godzilla's kind of mean to him. Look at him; he's all freaked out. Oh God, what do I do? But she doesn't know if you feed the little Manila, he'll never <laughs> be able to grow up and defend himself. He'll live Ooh. a life, you know, dumpster diving. Well, I mean, look at him. I mean, clearly he can't do shit. So maybe she hadn't fed him. And I mean, those uh, the whatever those mantis guys did break his egg. See, she domesticated him. Domesticated him. Mm-hmm. Oh, aren't boy. you not supposed to break the eggs for him too? Yeah, no, you're right. It's not a kindness to feed the the baby Godzilla's. <laughs> That's why I thought it was terrible in that um first uh, Jurassic Park when John John Hammond started helping him remove the egg. It's like, hey, what are you doing? You're crippling that poor... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're mucking with nature here, bud. Different ways that dinosaurs... Or different ways animals uh, interact with their young and their kin. Yeah, so by this point, when I was watching it earlier, I was just pretty much completely tuned out. So I I don't think I tuned back in until we got to the very end when it was like all snowy. Oh, I tuned out way before that. Again, as soon as Manila came on screen, I had to. I had to tune out as a defense mechanism for my brain and everything. Otherwise, I could have resulted in permanent damage. So, you know, that's, you know, similar to how you like you black out. What you know, due due to alcohol poisoning. You know, to it's actually to help preserve yourself. You know, your health by blacking out. It was a similar phenomenon. Uh, oh, this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm. But you didn't know that for real, though? Fun fact, I've never touched an ounce of alcohol in my life. The only, like... Al- well, you don't actually have to do it to know the <laughs> fact. <fair. laughs> the only the amount of alcohol I've had no, but- is, like, a fingernail worth of mouthwash I accidentally swallowed 10 years ago. Come on, come on. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'll never understand it. Never understand. 
Yeah, but uh, I mean, this set's pretty uh, pretty poor. <laughs> At least, I guess. <laughs> I. That, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They made like a paper mache pillar and just put it in the center of the room. Ah, uh-huh, I did it! Yay! Yeah, the character arc is fulfilled. Uh, I can't say. Yeah, I, I, I'm waiting for the special edition where they take out the uh, fishing wire and other <laughs> marionette strings. I think it works. Replace all the guns with walkie-talkies. Oh, <laughs> could you imagine George Lucas just like uh, taking out the practical effects and putting in the CGI versions of uh... what is this? Four kids? <laughs> Four kids? <laughs> oh dear. yeah. Thanks, Eric. Got it. <laughs> oh dear. Let, we don't talk about that. Oh yeah, Eric. I don't know about. You're right. I don't know much about like uh, blacking out, and I didn't actually know that it was uh, defense mechanism, which is cool. Uh, I can say, however, water poisoning, really bad, really rough, really hard. Water. I've never had any water poisoning. So, you know, grade twelve, I go to my first uh, house party. Very boring. Uh, would never do it again. And I uh, learned about what was that thing called? Beer pong, right? And so I bring it to my youth okay. group and call it hydropong instead and proceeded to oh, get no. uh water poisoning twice mm-hmm. explain this it's I, a consumption I, of of too much water in your system um and your chemistry is imbalanced it's like it's not being hydrated it's the point of you have too much water at once so that it. Uh, actually results in your body just uh, not shutting down, but just like being in pain because your content is. Uh, I get I get what you're saying. I from from a biological point of view, it just seems like how could you fill yourself with so much water that you know you yeah. hit capacity with your stomach and your bladder and everything else. That's the part I'm confused yeah, by. Throw up or pee it out or. or you know, I mean, I was trying to, but. <laughs> It was just stuck in there, and it was it was very painful. Well, it sounds more like cramps or something, but poison might it's be. It's like ter- I could say. I think that's the closest I could say. It's like awful cramps. <laughs> uh, it's nice to see these guys, you know, finally getting their comeuppance for bullying that poor little kid. You know. Yep. I'm gonna try to fly out of here. Nope. <laughs> Doesn't work. It reminds me of the. Here's, a, here's another thing I normally wouldn't bring up, but it feels germane. Uh, there's another famous, like, I don't know if it goes across across the border to Canada, but an urban legend that's been around for like 30 years in the United States, urban myth, is that the singer Rod Stewart, the story goes, one time had to get his stomach pumped because it was filled with too much semen. I know this sounds funny. I don't make this stuff up. But that's just an urban myth that's been around for at least 30 years in the United States. And so when you were telling that story, it reminds me of that. Huh. I think I had heard that. I, I never knew what the context was. I don't think was. it's a true story, but it's just something that's been going around for over a generation. The thing I don't understand with this Godzilla is why this is the top of his head so long and so narrow. Like, why, why would they do that? That's the only thing you don't understand? Well, I, I just mean that the costume. I mean, his mouth is gigantic. I mean, but see, okay. I mean, I, I kind of know the answer, but I always kind of thought that as a <laughs> as a person, as a as a as a Godzilla layperson for most of my life. I mean, we know why he has an unusual figure because there's a human inside. Okay, fine. 
But still, it, it's still always like, why didn't they? I always wanted this as a late Godzilla person. Why didn't they try to hide the fact more that it is a man in a suit? But because of his unusual dimensions, it, it almost makes you think there's a man in the suit, if that makes sense. Or did I say something sacrilegious in the, in the G community? Well, I love the man in the suit aspect. Uh, it, it's, it depends. I'm fine with the man in the suit, but I'm saying based on the creature's shape, it 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 makes it it adds to you or adds to me thinking there is a man suit. Like I would I would rather have a little bit more suspension of disbelief, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and and I I can understand why people have that perspective, but I kind of love the absurdity of the uh, I guess out of the movie aspect. Because <laughs> I always think you know, I like even now when I was looking at Godzilla as you were talking about, because all all I can in my mind I I'm picturing the man's head like in the <laughs> neck and then it's even more obvious in one of the mecha godzilla because then you even see like the little fan or venting oh. that's right there on the neck and then it's yes. just like okay that's convenient yeah this one you can almost like see the guy's head like bulging out of the neck i, I don't feel like that's usually present but oh i love this this is so ridiculous <laughs> godzilla's like looking at that little pokey thing like what what is that oh they're not doing it quite yet but yeah, okay. I, and I, I suppose that's why for oh for uh, your type of person, I guess that's why it's nice having the CGI now. You know, you can just you don't have to have that aspect there anymore. Mm. Give you a little bit of an easier suspension. Although, of, oh, go ahead. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, like I, I don't know how you guys feel about the new American uh, Godzilla movies. I tend to think they're fantastic now. Uh, uh, well, see, that's another thing that happened with me. Like, I watched the Godzilla 2014 or whatever, um, before I ever saw any classic Godzilla movies, and I thought, oh, this is an alright movie. It's alright. I kind of like, I kind of like the original Cloverfield, and and I saw the Godzilla 2014. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. It's alright. Um, and I also saw King of Monsters, and I thought that was a bit better. But then when I went back. And then I started watching all these Showa era. It just super enhanced my appreciation of those two newer American ones. Uh, because I started to see how the America Americanized a lot of the elements of the classic films, but in a way that worked for me. And there was all kinds of like low key references to like the original Japanese movies that I of course never could have gotten. Uh, when I was just watching those movies before. So, I don't know. No, that's great. Yeah, I, I was so hyped for 2014. I, I don't think anything could have lived up for it. I was so, so hyped. <laughs> but, yeah. And then I, I forgot the reason I brought it up is because I kind of like, even though it is a CGI creature, obviously it, it does the best to like meld the original concept of the creature but still make it look more natural like a you know an actual biological creature might look so you know they don't completely abandon the man in the suit concept while still making it look a bit more realistic like in proportions and shape yeah uh, yeah that, that's fair that's fair i don't particularly love the some of the design choices just in terms of like it doesn't really look like what i think godzilla looks like but you know, it's its own. It's a different take. Well, it definitely is a creatinized version, like on steroids. It's definitely that too. 
And I still am not sure how I feel about the gargantuan like dimensions of that Godzilla and the Kong um, from Skull Island, even though I think that's a really cool movie. But just the dimensions of how insanely massive that version of Kong is, is just, I don't know, I'm still kind of just grappling that conceptually because it's so immensely bigger than, you know, the other famous Kongs. Yeah, it's going to be, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm very curious to see how they're going to handle that aspect when it ever, ever comes out. Oh, yeah, I guess, I mean, this is probably... Well, it's supposed to be it's HBO Max is what's supposed to happen with that one. Did you hear about a uh, potential lawsuit about that with Legendary? Yes, I have heard about <laughs> that, yes. I, so I don't, I'm not sure. It, it might go to HBO Max, but I'm kind of hoping that it won't, but... I'm cool with those with that situation for all those different movies mentioned, as long as it's a simultaneous where there's the option for the theatrical, and then I'm cool with it. But if it was only going straight to streaming, I'm completely against that. Yeah, I'm more worried about it not getting the a fourth film because there are it's already kind of on wavery ground. Like Kong kind of has to make a bunch of money in order to secure a fourth That's film. True in a way, but then but. Every movie's on that wavery ground right now because of real life situations. Well, I am more thinking because uh, King of the Monsters didn't quite make the bank that they were hoping for. So they're kind of like, okay, well, let's see what Kong does before we really decide what we're going to do with these movies. Oh, this is the hilarious part. He's just staring. <laughs> and then the idiot. That is bad. <laughs> oh, God. It's so stupid. <laughs> Oh, no, it's headed second wind. Here we go. I have those same worries you're just saying, except towards the uh, forthcoming Dune revival. Oh, yes. I have those exact same worries. Yes, very concerned. I don't know how much you read into that, but they're only doing half of the first novel. Yep. And I will just die if it's only, if that's all that ever gets made and released, I will just absolutely die. If they only end up making half the novel. I need to see God Emperor of Dune in a film. I just, for whatever reason, I just, I want to see that <laughs> so bad. But I love all this snow. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of snow on screen. So I appreciate, uh, I appreciate this kind of change of pace. <laughs> oh, look at stupid Millet. Come on, daddy. Get him. Oh no. Okay. Does the spider have 10 legs? Because it seems like it has four on the each side as a traditional spider would, but then there's two in the center. Well, there was a moment ago. I don't know. It seems like they're not there. Uh, it could be a tarantula. Uh, they're not there anymore, though. But oh. it stood up for a moment and it had two legs under the cent- central part of the body, but I don't see them anymore. Could have just been like a weird optical illusion with because they're all wavering everywhere with all the snow. Being Wonder Woman How does two, I'm um, work. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't understand this either. <laughs> it's not really working too well. This is where you know Akira Toriyama got you know the 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 uh, the beam spam from not beam spam but beam locks from. I think I'm missing this it's reference. Black black hole physics or something. Uh, Eric, it could have been a the spider here could have been a tarantula for all we know. Uh, crossed with you know. One. Oh, did tarantulas have a different number of legs? They have ten legs. I never knew that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I've known that since I was a kid. And I had never... <laughs> just random stuff I looked up when I was a kid. Like, we just read... Like, I have an encyclopedia um, of, like, certain like spiders. facts. And do you like spiders? I never knew that. 
I wonder why that is. Uh, I have many questions about Together, that. burn this mother. Mm, okay, anyway. I still would have loved if this was a rock being and it actually could resist Godzilla's uh, fire breath or atomic breath, excuse me. That would have uh, changed the dynamic and he would have to actually like super like melt uh, the rock just because, you know, I mean like fire itself is, or not fire, uh, stone is very resistant to fire unless you send it up in high temperatures and his fire is already supposed to be like high up in temperatures anyways, but it still would have just been cool. It would have been a different dynamic. A stone spider. I'll get my stone spider one day. <laughs> Hopefully. I was going to say, because of the snow, when they had some close-ups on Godzilla, it looked like a stone Godzilla. <laughs> I think um, that this whole movie looks like he's stoned. I mean, the closest stoned Godzilla... Stoned. Stone Godzilla we get is, of course, uh, in Godzilla Earth. Oh, did you watch those anime ones yet? Not seen. I don't think. Oh. Oh, I watched the first one, but I don't have many memories of it, even though it wasn't that long ago. I haven't seen the other two. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of the first one, but I like the other two quite a bit. Oh, look at this guy. He butterfeet. Slipping left and right, this guy. Luke. Luke. <laughs> you will go to Dagobah. Oh, there you will the learn system. from there you learn from Yoda, <laughs> the Jedi Master who taught me. <laughs> and I thought they smelled bad on the outside. No, you gotta do the family guy oh. version. <sighs> I I haven't watched that one. Is that an ad at in the distance? <laughs> oh my now this is getting too far. <laughs> Look at him. He, he, I, oh, I can't even get up. My two, my stupid slippery feet. I don't feet. know what this is. It's just snow, son. Relax. <laughs> at this oh, point, I just thought he was going to like send a, a atomic breath into the air and melt everything. Nope. You're reminding me of a childhood, a true childhood anecdote of mine, which was. Uh, when I was in elementary age, I went to school in England, actually. And nice. Yeah. And when I would be walking uh, home, actually not home, to my mother's work after school, um, I remember it was snowy one time and it was kind of like this. And I would cross this field to get where I was going. And because of, of the year it was and the era, I remember walking through the snow that was about um, <laughs> shin, shin uh, height um on the leg and uh not chin but shin and uh like shin godzilla and uh and i remember i was walking across the snowy field and i started pretending i was luke skywalker in the scene we were just referencing (laughs) so i started like acting like i was staggering and like i was getting down on all fours and a random motorist saw me and thought i was in actual distress and like stopped to check on me because they thought I was like dying in the snow or something. And I'm oh no no, perfectly fine. Perfectly. <laughs> yeah, but that's a true story. It's Godzilla's wife. She's coming to get both Junior and uh the, the husband. Oh oh it's a sub. Oh Is wait, it never mind. Thing, it's just a sub that hasn't been destroyed by Godzilla for some reason. Yeah, no, this isn't uh Godzilla nineteen eighty five already. This four. is not the volume four, either. not five. We didn't watch five. <laughs> Hey, you, this isn't the volume. It looks it looks pretty convincing there. I thought, oh, oh look, it's the precursor. <laughs> Are they gonna freeze it's... just like uh, Godzilla raids again? Oh, Whatever that means. <laughs> oh wow, it's okay. You don't know what that means? <laughs> no, I just mean I, in this scene. I mean whatever that means. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh oh, whatever that's okay. supposed to mean in this scene. 
<laughs> maybe those guys. Maybe those guys are Pan Am uh, airliner flight uh, pilots. That's what it is. I was gonna say it's 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 more like Jack and the Shining. Oh yeah, I guess so. Hey, and Rosebud. That one guy there over uh, Goro's shoulder, his left shoulder. The Caucasian looking. They're both guy? Caucasian. Yeah, I think he pops European. up in some other Godzilla movies. Oh yeah, they are. Is is that the king from Cetopia? Oh, they're probably Russians or something. <laughs> Father and son. Wow, what a sweet end. I mean, wow. I didn't like the movie before, but I was really moved by that uh, them coming together at the end there. There is watching this a second time. This actually reminds me of a short uh, movie we watched in English class back in the day, where it was about a man and a woman, and how the woman was having an affair with another farmer. And this is like somewhere in Saskatchewan or somewhere in the Great White North, and the guy find the husband finds out and misses the marker. And die like uh, freezes to death or gets hypothermia and dies out in the cold. And just, I don't know why it reminds me of that image and how like scary snow actually is. Yeah, it's scary. Wait, what What was the context for watching this? Uh, this is English class. Ah, uh, good question. Okay. But <laughs> I think, I mean, is it based on a famous novel or it represents, I don't know what? I think it was. Good example. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, I think it was a. I think it was just an example of asking us to think critically of the scene and what uh, the message behind things were and to read into the lines and what everything okay. meant. I, th- I think I maybe see. I don't, I don't fully remember. I remember another one where I feel like we read Shakespeare for that reason and, and Mark Twain in the American schools, but I don't know. Um, I watched this one uh, allegorical short piece where it was, what was it? It was where once a year, it seemed every like one person was ch- chosen by lots and then stoned to death. The lottery. Is that what it's called? Lottery? Okay. Yep. Never mind. That's a common thing. I was going to say, this sounds like a precursor to Black Mirror or something. Or uh, what's that? The Hunger Games? I guess that's kind of a similar thing. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess we're missing uh, Isaac. What what comes next here? You know. Oh, <laughs> get ready for this, Eric. We have our um, our state of the art computer that is not at all analog. I would assume. Um, hey, it's analog. It is analog. About? It is analog. Yeah, no, it's got certainly the ticker tape and everything. So, so in in the list is this like just got it's kaiju movies or it's any? What are we on? By the way, are we on like seven? No. How many we've Only done? Seven. Um, we did Ghidorah the Three Headed Monster, Return of Godzilla, uh, Godzilla Final Wars, Megalon, and now this. So six, uh, five. Oh five. boy! And we have a list of what was it? Sixty-seven. Fifty-five left. Fifty-five and it's, left. It's anything Godzilla adjacent. So again, so this is. So we have the. Well, okay, hold on. <laughs> so do you have like um? So not only would you have like the newer movies or like. Godzilla 98 or something like that. But you would also have what about something like Pacific Rim? No, it's anything that directly relates to to Godzilla. So like all the King oh, Kong movies, all the Mothra movies, okay. uh, Rodan, the the whole bunch of random shit, whole bunch of random ones. And then uh, the series Zone Fighter, which Godzilla and several of the monsters appeared in. We picked 7 episodes of that show. Yep. The only thing we're not putting in there just yet and it's only when we make an actual like four fifths of a dent in that thing is we're not putting in the new series that's coming out next year uh, with the return of Jet Jaguar. 
Yeah, and I will say I meant to talk to you about this and I kept forgetting. I guess I'll do it right now. <laughs> There's actually some um, King Kong animated movies that I considered putting on here. And I was like, I, I don't know if this really relates enough. But... Oh, yeah. And also, we're not putting do we're not doing the Mighty Joe Young series because that's not even though that's a remake by the creator. That's still not related to King K. Yeah, it doesn't relate. But anyway, I guess I'll start to prepare Super X. Typing up here in my supercomputer and get the randomizer going here. Is that a real mechanical keyboard or a sound effect? <laughs> sound effect. <laughs> oh, because I was like, that sounds so spot on. Working. Super X. Working. Super X. What do we got? 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 Please be show error. Please be show error. Oh, oh my. Oh my God. Oh no. <laughs> oh, this supercomputer. What could be worse? So we uh, we did what I would consider probably the third worst, I should say. I'm going to oh, no. rephrase third worst. Oh no. I'm Godzilla film this time. Uh oh. Um, now we're going to do what I consider either the second or the first worst. Uh -oh. I'm, I won't know until this reviewing because I haven't seen it in. Uh, probably close to 10 years. <laughs> it's Rumble, uh, Godzilla 1998. <laughs> Somehow that came up on. <laughs> That's a lot of fish. That is not the worst or second worst. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm no fan of Roland Emmerich at all. So <laughs> I'm not in particularly either, but. I don't think it's that bad at all. Never seen that. Um, at least we're getting it out of the way. At least we're getting it out of the way. That one I'm straight up illegally watching. I don't even care. I'm <laughs> yeah, legally watching that. Is it on Netflix? I don't even care. It's, I'm legally watching that. That is that is the only Godzilla movie I own that is on 4K oh, UHD. Boy. I'll send you guys the picture of it. <laughs> because <laughs> it's the only one that exists oh no i i lied i'm sorry the two newest american ones are no the newest the single newest wow. King yeah i can't also. i can't believe that came up this early it's been so many years i, I barely remember that thing but i remember just even as a kid i remember being like this isn't godzilla <laughs> little snot nose hating it i mean i agree with that statement and i it's not but i don't i don't know i don't think it's that bad i don't think it's that yeah you bad. know what it's been so long this time I'll come back to it, just like I did with this movie with a clean slate. I'll be like, okay, well, let's see. Let's see what we got here and try to... Ugh, I just... <laughs> oh. I actually think I disliked it more when I saw it in the theater than when I saw it more recently. Oh, well, well fair enough. So I've actually warmed to it, I think. I'm not saying I like <laughs> it, but I, I've warmed Given to it, I the think. the crap that's here nowadays, there was an appreciation for that stuff back in the day, I guess. Retroactively speaking, of course. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm just throwing <laughs> random crap out there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, so everybody, tune in next time for uh, Roland Emmerich's classic uh, ripping off Jurassic Park. That's exciting. If you and your family are stranded on an island somewhere that doesn't look like it was filmed in Lost or any other of those kind of series and whatnot, and happen to come across a giant rock uh, spider and it's shooting out what's not <laughs> Lots of bodily human bodily fluids that may go into your stomach and have to get pumped out. 
Uh, what do you do? Let it be eaten by you or stumble down the rocks and hide from it? No, what you do is you call in Big G and also just change the temperature of the island because, yeah, humans can do that back in 1967. Of course. And everybody, have a good night. Peace. What'd you think, Eric? Did it turn out okay for you? I mean, <laughs> we're definitely a little slapdash with how we do these, but <laughs> no, 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 all the podcasting stuff is perfectly fine. The movie's terrible, but everything else is perfectly fine. Per- and I would love to talk about the next one much more than the one we just talked about. That's totally Maybe. fair. Thank you for coming um, on, by the way. Thank you very much <laughs> for like taking time out of your schedule. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed having you on here. Are you kidding me? No, thank you for letting me reschedule because unexpected things just came up on the, the prearranged time that were way out of my control. My job is God. <laughs> uh, I, I have so much going on with that. That's all this conversation. But um, no, I love, love, I have always loved guesting on other people's podcasts. And I've done one or two that were really weird <laughs> and underground um, before uh, that I don't even know if that even got posted. For all I know, it was just a personal conversation we were pretending. <laughs> I don't know, but um, I love guesting on virtually anybody's podcast uh, anytime. Yeah, definitely welcome back if you want to come on for some more Godzilla because we got a fuck ton to cover. So, <laughs> um, I don't know if I'd do all of them, but I I would like to do Godzilla '98. Sure, though, I will say, I will say. <laughs>